Rex. Hey, welcome to Cape Crisis, issue number 27? I think so. Let's go with that. This is the host, Henry Gilbert, H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G on Twitter. Follow me, please. Uh, and I'm here with... There's my sound effects. Yeah. Thank God. I'm here with the regular old co-host, Chris Antista. Hey! Okay, sound effects are working. And our good buddy who hasn't appeared in a little while on the show, Dave Rudden. Dave Rudden. Ole, 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 ole. Sorry, I don't have any Ricky. That's, no, that's um, totally appropriate noise for me. Yes, Dave Rudden. Well, he doesn't I, I'm filling the Tyler Wilde void of guy who knows a little bit about comics. I, I feel like you won't be as uh, surly about it, though. <laughs> Tyler's just trying to be upfront. Don't mm. call me a comic expert, he says. I don't want to say I'm a comic book expert, but my girlfriend made me read this. No, <laughs> no, he, he, I swear, Tyler totally reads comics. It's just like... He's very. Def- he's afraid yeah. to people will think he's a... I don't know. I don't know what it is. He doesn't want to come off like an expert, but mm-hmm. he knows his shit. Yeah. I don't. Meanwhile, I don't. I don't have a girlfriend. That there you go. That's comics. key to be knowing your shit about comics. <laughs> yeah, can you do the slide whistle after that? I after can. I say that, can I do it slow? Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, I have to remember how to it's do that. funny that for Tyler Wilde, that did it yeah. wrong. Here, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> that was funnier. It is it is ironic that for Tyler Wilde he gets more into comics by having a girlfriend instead of instead of yes. less. It is very strange. Mm-hmm. He picked a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, guys, enough about people who aren't here. Let's talk about us. Uh, <laughs> Do not play the comedy drum in slow motion because <laughs> this very quickly becomes this. Oh my god! Wow, that's <laughs> an ins- uh, that's an inception. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So, guys, uh, I actually haven't been reading all that much this week, to be you're honest, either. You're fucking busy. But, yeah, God. we're both, pre- well, you're busier than me, but we're both preparing for a lot of stuff. This is a busy time of the year in our respective jobs, but I did find some time to read a couple of comics that star Wolverine. Really? One better than the other. Why? Uh, so. How? The Wolverine is a solo book I've never particularly enjoyed. I think he works better in a team atmosphere. Mm-hmm. I always did. Think that they it's hard. It's hard to be a rogue if the camera is on you all the yeah. time, and especially when he's so indestructible. There's mm-hmm. something. There's a balance that a lot of writers can get with, like say, Spider-Man, mm-hmm. that can make you think you'll ne- you you have a good idea. Spider-Man will will definitely live through this fight, but you don't know if he's going to win. Well, meanwhile, no matter who fucks over Wolverine mm-hmm. or how well they do it. You know Wolverine will will heal from it and then cut his head off. A return and cut his head off. At the very but I, least. But I really enjoyed Jason Aaron when he took over the Wolverine oh. books. He did a really good job. But unfortunately, he has now left the Wolverine books, <gasps> but has started his uh, the new Wolverine team book, Wolverine and the X Men. Okay, that's yeah. the one that weirds me out. That's it's supposed to. It's mm-hmm. and so I started. I read the second volume of that, which is. By the way, the volumes on those are ripping people off. $20 for a hardcover collection of Jesus. four issues. Four Did issues. Did that just come out, though? Yeah. I just but. can't believe it's it's come to that, that like there's the hardcover and the trade paperback, mm-hmm. and then the issues that all happen in a span of six weeks. Yeah, they're really speeding up the release of issues these days. It's uh, kind of like Avengers, Uncanny Avengers, when that starts, is going to be a bi-weekly series. I, did, I started reading Ultimate Comics uh, X-Men. 
Yeah, I and I, I don't know. I really enjoyed that. Uh, I really want to get start reading that again. Wolverine's fucking dead, so maybe yeah. you should check it out. But there's a new Wolverine. There's there is, another guy with claws. Has, yeah, his son has claws too. Is it James doesn't I think have his a cool son name. Is James too. Yeah, but anyway, so so I started reading Wolverine and the X Men, but I all, the Jason Aaron kind of took over. But it's Wolverine is a supporting character in it, mm-hmm. but the lead Wolverine has started his own school. Because he feels it makes me think of uh, I, Batman Beyond the way Bruce Wayne is. In Batman yeah, well, Beyond. here's what I liked about it: the Wolverine was always the impudent dude and violent stuff, and and now all of a sudden, after enough time working with Cyclops, like he sees Cyclops is becoming more militant than him and training children to be mm-hmm. soldiers, not students. Like he he uh, Cyclops, this has become a big part of Avengers versus X Men that Cyclops started to train soldiers and and for and just get focused on the combat part of the equation that uh, Professor X had taught him instead of the learning. So Wolverine wants them to learn again and to them to be kids again. And so that's what's cool about the book and and Wolverine and uh, Wolverine the X-Men is really fun. Like it's Jason Aaron is writing a comedy book. Like it has awesome. like punchlines like Two panel jokes like set up joke, set up joke, and it's just so funny. Like it's, it, it, but it's also still gets serious and violent and bloody, and and it also has the new Hellfire Club, which are a bunch mm-hmm. of che- te- uh, child billionaires who are hateful and that sounds great. They're really cool, and so that's a really fun book. Meanwhile. The guy who took over for Wolverine is not off to a good start in the new book. He mm-hmm. he picks up a storyline for this character, Dr. Rot, who J- Jason Aaron created, who I thought was a pretty cool story. Uh, it was a pretty cool story. But now when he's returning to it, the, the new writer, it's just it doesn't pop the same. It's not as interesting. It just feels like warmed up over leftovers. And the most interesting thing, like, Jason Aaron gave Wolverine new dimensions to his character. Mm-hmm. They, they, like, had him reading... F. Scott Fitzgerald books and <laughs> and talking in depth about things and and but still enjoying a beer everything with bub and still in, <laughs> but still enjoying a beer and all this stuff and then in this one it's just such vanilla Wolverine just like these guys try to kill me I'll kill them first yeah, yeah. and that's <laughs> it like uh, so how, how my mom probably imagines Wolverine yeah exactly that's my mom bad. loves Wolverine because he's Hugh Jackman so. Uh, that always helps. I was, yeah. I was hoping you were going to say because he's a little out of shape and hairy <laughs> because people like me, I mean Wolverine, need <laughs> You're saber tooth, you know. Am I? Uh, yeah. Well. God, I did say that. Like, I started my new job and, like, somebody passed me along an email that wasn't meant for me. And, like, <laughs> fucking saber tooth everywhere. <laughs> right. I feel like I've offended you at some point because I've said, yeah, you do look like I, the Ed Shriver. Yes, and the way I try and preface it, like, I'm just not used to something like that defining me on a first appearance. Yeah. Like, I don't dress. But if you're going to look like a Hollywood actor, he's not that bad. No, I, I love Liev Shriver. Mm, I always yeah. have. But it's it's more that, like, uh, well, yes, one, the older and at more out of shape I get. Few times in the mission, people have stopped and pointed and cupped their mouths. From... Yes, was I not great? And in... but why would they? Liam Schreiber's not that famous. Like he's a character actor. Yeah. Thing like I know oh, the I'm... guy that that Denzel Washington fought in the Manchurian, the Manchurian Candidate. But remember, he was the accused murderer in Scream in Scream Two. In Scream Two, yeah. In which... Scream One, he has a he's on screen for five seconds. I know, but he was like, like that's when I first heard it. I do love his name. Like, 
What is it? Cotton, Cotton, Cotton weary. Cotton weary. Because <laughs> he's such a weary guy. Well, they set up like that whole film sets up four red herrings. Like yeah. they, you got to give Scream credit for how many red herrings they set up. In that Little movie. did you know, the second one ends. The actual killer is Roseanne's sister. Yeah. Why am I talking about Scream Two? Okay, don't uh, spoil Scream Two. No, so anyway, that, you look like him. I'm not used to being defined by a person like that, yeah. and it, I'm not really uncomfortable that I look more like him. The more I lose control yeah. of my physical appearance. And if I wanted to really offend you, I would say Putty from Seinfeld. Thank you. Thank you. I don't you know, just I like prefer- just if you right. like lost control of your eyelids. <laughs> High five. <laughs> it is. Uh, I don't do yeah, I guess if you were to take the equation of Lee, whatever creates Lee Shriver and replace Semitic looks with uh, with Italian, that you, oh, okay. that's what you would be. I thought you were you were going to call me Brew too. Like, can only handle so many insults. I'm just kidding, Jewish people. Don't care. You're white. Everybody knows it. Uh, I think there's a lot of white people that would disagree with that. <laughs> what, he, Jewish people are white? Yeah. No. I, I think that's kind are of the still... whole point of Aryan, the Aryan nation. Yeah, but that's, that. they have to hold on to something, because not a lot has progressed. Like, they've only come out with one extra Ford F-150 <laughs> <laughs> since they lost <laughs> the Civil right, War. All right, we should move on. <laughs> right. that's, very deep talk. That's pretty much what all I've read. Uh, Dave? I, wait, oh, wait. Oh, sorry. Chris, you did read something? Um... You would tell us beforehand you would not read something. Well, I've been too... But I, uh, I, last week, the new Hawkeye, mm-hmm. the Matt Fraction I still haven't Hawkeye, read issue two yet. I, I don't laugh out loud as often as I do in those first two issues. Mm-hmm. But, um, damn it, I don't even want to spoil it. But, like, it, it's so funny. Like, it's so engaging. I really like the new that new fucking Hawkeye. Check it out. There's only two issues. Um, I think they're for some reason a dollar cheaper on Comics College than normal Marvel mm-hmm. new release issues. Well, because it's a new book, I, I think they're trying to you know get it as popular as possible. That's why so. you make it free, like every other comic company, including DC, free first issue. Yeah, all no, the new fifty two is free. All the IDW shit is free. All image number ones are free. Yeah, it's smart. Smart, smart, smart thinking. I did buy uh, Comics College at a sale um, on Luther Strode. And I bought that, and I remember I'm going to read comics tonight, and I opened up the first page, got to the second, and fell asleep with my iPad on my chest. Yeah, that happens. That's been my week. Uh, (laughs) You know, and uh, that reminds me of Dave Rudden, because I read Luther Strode when we were both on a trip to L.A. Ah. When I wasn't hanging around you, I was in my hotel room reading Luther Strode. So, like, Mm. after 6 o'clock? Uh-huh. We hung out, well, yeah. you know, Saturday. You do shit yeah. with no, me actually, no, uh, well, yes, but it's, uh, I'm sorry for that, but yeah. on the Saturday night of WWE at that event, like, normally I wouldn't leave, though, I would leave those kind of earlier, be like, eh, it's 8 o'clock, I'm good, oh, yeah. but me and you stay, we closed that mother. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that was where we interviewed all the... We interviewed all them wrestlers, look yeah. for it on GamesRadar.com and OXMOnline.com. Yeah. Really? Those interviews went up? Yeah. And I wasn't told. Oh, you should watch it. Man, you guys need to take more wrestling responsibility. <clears throat> Hank reviewed CM Punk. I reviewed uh, I really AJ, and we were equally nervous in yeah. the process of it. Well, and I interviewed Bros Clay. Yeah. So I think we everyone fell in love with AJ that night. Oh, like, yeah. I think she is. Meeting her in person, like, she was the first 
But it's really off topic. But meeting her in person, she was like one of the few divas I've met that like, you look like a human being. You yeah. don't look like What's an Amazon. AJ Lee. AJ Lee. Yeah. Wow, it is the first Google film. She is super... Ooh, she is super she's, she's geeky about games the way like yeah. CM Punk she, is geeky about comic, comic books. books. No, she's total... She is a nerd. Like you... Yeah. To actually talk with her, you're like, yo, you 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 talk the talk. Yeah. Like you you are an actual geek. She actually used the term "caw" instead of "afraid <laughs> wrestler." I, I know, thought. I couldn't believe yeah. that. And, and in terms of comic books, mm-hmm. she does look like a squat geeky chick who somehow inherited powers to tighten her abs. Yeah. No, she's in great shape. Though she like was making fun of herself, saying that she wished she was curvier and stuff. Like when she would yeah. make herself create wrestler, I'm like. Come yeah. on. Hey, but look at that hiney on her, right? And Am then, I right, uh, guys? Just and then right CM boys. Punk made fun of her because <laughs> at one point she said, like, when I was 14, I did this. And then Punk like, said under his breath, like, oh, so two years ago. And she's like, did you just say... So she was Holy awesome, shit. This is the first time I've seen this girl. I dare you to... <laughs> how many followers do you think she has on Twitter? Well, I bet a, a lot of WWE people at least have 500,000. I would say 435,000. I'm saying 700,000. Um, you get Matt, you get that. It all comes together for some unlistenable mess. Let me turn the volume down. Uh, it's 453,000. Uh, Dave didn't go over, though. So. Yeah. And she dressed up as Melina at... Uh, not Melina. I mean, Katana? Katana. Yeah. She did? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For, wow. for a... Yeah, they, on their Halloween episode, the one the Muppets were on, that was uh, she dressed up as forget. Katana, and uh, the Bella Twins did Mario and Luigi, but I mean, that's played out to be Mario. Has anybody yeah. checked out the Muppet comic? I, I bought it. I've heard very good things about it, but I haven't read it. Yeah, it's, I, I thought they were trying to do some like seasonal release, like four issues a year kind of thing. Oh, and I also read the Popeye, old Popeye comics really? that, that were done as comic books. They were so fucking funny. God, yeah? I couldn't believe it. Like... There's this one where uh, Popeye like is trying to be set up into this uh, prize fight with this mm-hmm. new tough guy who comes into town, and then the uh, the manager of the prize fighter talks olive oil into talking Popeye into not getting in fights anymore and becoming a real gentleman. And so then there's part there's this part where uh, Popeye. Says like, well, by like Olive says, you're gonna be a gentleman now. He's like, well, I guess I'm a gentleman's boy. It's hard to be one. And he walks into this room and he's like, this will test me to be a gentleman's. Hey, he was, but it's making it hard for me to do a Popeye impersonation. Over <laughs> anyway, when he, when, when he comes in, he goes like, hey, it's me, old enemy, poop, uh, not poop dick pack. It's my old enemy, Steve. Let's just say he says, hey, Steve, how's it going? Steve's like, oh, is that how it's going to be, Popeye? And he starts punching Popeye. And then they cut away to just um, to Wimpy and the, a bartender just staring at Popeye getting punched all the time. And then it cuts back to Popeye is still standing there, like, kind of roughed up. And the other guy just passed out because he punched him. He punched Popeye too much. He got too tired. And Popeye's like, boy, it's hard to be a gentleman's <laughs> So it's like that one Simpsons episode when Homer it's just like that, but seventy years earlier. Yeah, it's so <laughs> funny. I think Popeye is awesome and timeless. I, I do yeah. too, but also purposefully stuck in the past. Exactly. I like. I, there's when Popeye's the best. It's when he's needlessly violent, in my opinion, <laughs> yeah. and doesn't move his mouth to talk. So I thoroughly recommend. I just looked it up. Uh, Sokka by Baby is <laughs> when about he, punching a baby. No, it's about a baby trying to sleep. But since it's a baby trying to sleep, something so defenseless and invulnerable, pop if anybody makes a noise. There's a guy riveting a roof. 
punch. Dead. <laughs> There's traffic. Punch. Every everybody's dead. Like it just the most damage I think he's ever caused without spinach. Like the whole cartoon, he just punches things that make noise, including women and children and innocent people. It's but fantastic. Not a baby. Uh, no, he's trying to keep. Uh, I don't know who the baby was. I don't think. Well, it was there's stupid. no like offending baby that's crying so loud that it's a, it's awakening. That I, I need to see it again. There's something that might have happened. Maybe we should write a whole article up and embed the YouTube yeah. video. What uh, is Popeye up to nowadays? Like, there's um, new Popeye comics coming out from IDW that IDW. have been getting very positive reviews. And I know uh, his last film performance, Paul Reiser had written a straight oh, to DVD. Actually, Gendy Tartakovsky. Mm-hmm. Creator of Samurai Jack and um, Clone Wars, not creator. Uh, no, the Dexter's Laboratory. Uh-huh. He directed that new movie coming out, Hotel Transylvania, and he is now directing the a CG anim- feature Popeye film. Oh wow! Which I would be very okay. So the Popeye film has a script written by guys who worked on the Smurfs movie, oh. but oh. again, Gandhi <laughs> Tartakovsky, yeah. Oh. Gendy Tartakovsky directing it, like one of his first interviews about it was saying, so they offered me this film and I said, this script just doesn't work. This is how you do Popeye. He has, you have to have half the dialogue and it's got to be violent. So, I, can't, I can't even imagine giving a sincere, a sincere critique on a new Popeye script. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? What the fuck is Aren't this? Aren't they married? Why is he punching the guy with the beard? Why is he eating spinach? It doesn't make Can any he... sense. <laughs> Can Let's just make him a... an alien. I'm Michael Bay. <laughs> Can he eat a value meal and then get that same uh, <laughs> yeah, effect same with his? Uh, all right, Dave. We've You're been we've period. been dancing around it. What did you read? Um, what have you read lately? Well, in the months long interim, oh. um, mm-hmm. I I did finally pick up an, an iPad <gasps> and Comicsology. Oh well. And I, I've run into a bit of an issue in the fact that like I think it's probably holdover from my youth that I. I'm in. I'm, I'm in. I'm more into DC Comics hmm? than Marvel. So I've bought a few Marvel series and a few DC series, mm-hmm. and I've been more into the DC stuff. Mm-hmm. But granted, it's like, I mean, Superman is still my favorite comic. So I bought um, uh, Kingdom Come mm-hmm. and uh, uh, one of the best. Yeah, whatever. Comicsology. Yeah, yeah, they they have that whole run. And, they do, okay. And uh, oh, but by single issue. Yeah, single okay. issue, and okay. and same with um, whatever happened to the Man of Tomorrow. Mm. So I, I read both. Uh, of those. That's classic. Yeah, those are both classics. Yeah, uh, but I always the best Superman stories I see are the ones that are like this is the last Superman story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is, and they're both hypotheticals. Yeah, pretty much. Because in the real world, Vanilla Superman just gets boring. It's an ongoing like, series. It, it can be boring. I only, I yeah. only like what do you call those? The one shot. Yeah, yeah, like that DC. or Red Sun. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, did you ever read that one? I don't think I did. That should be next yeah. on your list. I, I was... What if Superman? What if Superman's ship crash landed in Russia in the 1940s? Ah, mm-hmm. that has been recommended. To me Him raised as a communist and believing in communist values the same as he believes in American values, ah. but still believing the rights of all people. Mm-hmm. But you know, he breaks his bread where there isn't much. Hmm. Sorry, I'm still holding a grudge. <laughs> still holding uh, a grudge. And I tried to start uh, Infinity Gauntlet, but mm. it just mm. I, I have to give it another shot. But it was it's, just I I know what you're. It was like like a load cosmic of bricks Mar- being dropped on like <laughs> where Marvel stuff asked a lot of. Yeah, new I'm like, readers. oh, okay, I totally understand what all these jewels in this man's fist have to do. With I him. get it. Yeah. I know. I know. The 
it that's yeah. a lot. It's also a lot yeah. to um, like be introduced to some characters who are very famous, like Captain America and Spider Man mm-hmm. and Hulk, and then Adam Warlock and yeah. Gamora and yeah, death and death, the embodiment <laughs> yeah. of death and Mephisto and all the stuff. Yeah. But even with uh, whatever happened to, with, to the Man of Tomorrow, mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. a bunch of like yeah, there's a uh, his dog. I'm crypto, sorry. crypto, and um, well, Mana was, Lang, and, yeah, uh, but they're all like so ingrained in Superman. They're so like you know like intro to comics characters well, that I don't. Alan Moore is a storytelling master. Like yeah. he, he introduced those characters, great. Like he knew how to do it. Yeah. Like, uh, well, that's cool. Yeah, I also because they were free on Comicsology, I downloaded all of the Max Payne. Marvel comics. I heard those were all right. I, I liked it. Like, yeah, and especially because the the new, well, new game at this mm-hmm. point. It's four or five months old. It's probably like thirty bucks at this mm-hmm. point. But right, the 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 game takes a graphic novel bend, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I find myself reading the comics as I'm playing the game. I haven't finished the game. Mm-hmm. Well, with the first but, couple of Max Paynes, it always felt like those guys wanted to make. Oh comics. yeah, especially with the early ones, way yeah. more. The, that's what they really wanted to make a comic book, and then they had a game around it. Yeah. You know, but they still like they still kind of make the cutscenes comic esque. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean, and the the comics are all about just filling in those gaps. So yeah, I'm I've just glad you found them on Comicsology. I, I was using Amazon to buy DC collections, mm-hmm. but their iPad app is an abomination. And terrible, and sometimes goes months without updating. Where I'm like, all right, next panel. That's two pixels. Yeah. That's two pixels in Green Lantern's shoulder. <laughs> Is anybody going to fix this? No, <laughs> never. Yeah. Awesome. I guess I just spent ten dollars on nothing. I have finally figured out the way to read a comic on Comicsology, which mm-hmm. is guided uh, view, baby. Guided view, but then page upon finishing. Yes, on e- upon mm-hmm. exit to look yeah. at the layout. Mm-hmm. It doesn't spoil the last panel for you, but you get to see the entire thing as laid out as an entire composition. It's beautiful. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've Uh, watched you you scroll through Comixology. It looks like someone picking a scab. (laughs) You just scroll in on... It's. Uh, it looks. Like I only a miserable do that life. occasionally for two page spreads. I got I have to do it. But all right, let's move on to some news, guys, because there is a lot of it. Oh, okay, good. First up, that rumor about the Guardians of the Galaxy director. Very true. James Gunn will be directing huh. and writing the Guardians of the Galaxy confirmed? film. Confirmed. Awesome. Joss Whedon awesome. comment. It was Joss Whedon's pick. Or I think he at least I read a story of Joss well, Whedon the way it made approving. It sound, I remember I, that is the one thing I did read this week in regards to comics that he was like he's doing this awesome. He's going a little weird with the script, but I think uh-huh. you're going to like it. Yeah, but uh, it didn't say that like he was confirmed. It's ex- except that like he's got a shot. Marvel has given him uh, okay. a shot. I I'm not the sure the way that I've read the story that it was him being confirmed. That, either way, it's, it's fucking rad, dude. No. James James Gunn is fantastic. There's a way to make Guardians of the Galaxy as a very boring and safe movie, and I think James James Gunn is not going to do that. Mm-hmm. And he can make it as a great film. Who knows how commercially successful? And it will probably cost you know 150 million dollars. <laughs> But I would really I like it to happen. It's an insane undertaking, so you might as well do it with someone who's slightly insane. Therefore, yeah, we can all enjoy but who it. Does love superheroes and yeah. comics? Mm-hmm. And if anybody like Rocket Raccoon is such yeah. a silly thing, <laughs> yeah. him working on it, he can make it work. He made he, he made a fucking uh, well, Slither. Uh, Slither. Yeah. Slither. Slither. If you, I think if you watch Slither, you get a good indication of how he can handle a genre, celebrate it while still. 
tipping it it's on its ear yep. a little bit mm. and uh and also, he knows good actors. He knows how to get good actors to give good performances. He works with Nathan Fillion a lot. So when mm-hmm. I think about casting Star-Lord, I get oh very Oh, my excited. God. That has to happen. I get very, very, very excited. Oh, my God. And also, I'd love Elizabeth Banks to be in the movie, too. And who? As who? Mantis? Yeah, she'd be great as Mantis. No, she got to get... Uh, have her I love Elizabeth. I love get a fucking Aubrey Plaza to be this the quiet. Um, uh, yeah. What yeah, you hear like about so. Aubrey Plaza? No, I, I, I Aubrey Plaza's fine. I, she's very funny, but uh, <laughs> but I'm going to qualify this by saying but I rather, Aubrey Plaza Elizabeth, figured my grandfather. <laughs> Aubrey Plaza is fine is good in TV terms, but on the big screen, you need she just needs a shot. Great in Scott Pilgrim. And was she was in Funny People. That was and Funny People. She, yeah. I like that movie. Yeah, yeah. it just it's like it's. A condensed season of a boring TV show. <laughs> okay. All right, other movie news. There's a rumor going around Uh-oh. that uh, <clears throat> in the uh, the uh, Thor film will have a special appearance by the next Marvel movie star. Mm-hmm. They say the rumor oh, going just around the next is Marvel star? no, no, no. The rumor going around is. Doctor Strange. Oh, oh that's right. as played by Viggo Mortensen. Yeah. Yes. And that would be so so, so fucking <laughs> perfect. Uh. He's so perfect because he's so he's so weird and, <laughs> and different, but a leading man. Like Vigo is a leading man, but he's also a weirdo. And I that's was, what great. Was, he's such a strange guy. I was definitely thinking about that while reading some Avengers comic a while back. The shit that comes out of Doctor Strange's mouth with with total nonchalance. <laughs> oh God, the fucking. But Army is here. I got a hex on everything, and I've also gone into all of their minds and it <laughs> reduced their inability to hear. We're all right. By the waves of Ashanti, I said. Yes, and, and while all that's happening, somebody drew two circles over his fist to guarantee that he's completely <laughs> manipulated reality. Yeah, and that's the fucking... And he, uh, Vigo in, in Lord of the Rings proves he can say ridiculous yes. things mm-hmm. with the utmost seriousness. Have and you're you like, you're, that's for real. Like, you're I, a real guy. Oof, that's, that's really good. I really hope that's true. That's really good. I want he, that to be true. I know he's, he's one of those actors of principle, one of those actors who threatens to retire every year uh-huh. and kind of works with people he likes. Well, that's why he did the Cronenberg stuff. He does Cronenberg. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of all he's done. Yeah. Uh, After, well, and he likes Peter Jackson, you know, mm-hmm. so I can. Uh, though I don't know if he likes the Thor director. He definitely he's he's one of those guys who. Wait, who's the Thor director? Yeah, I don't know. I forgot. I'll look it up. Well, I'll the first up. one was um, it was Ken Kenneth Branagh, but yeah. they were having trouble with getting a Thor director now. But they're filming. But I don't know. I thought I, I saw it, it and is. wasn't upset. Um, uh, also, John Favreau. No, no, I would be upset. Shane Black. I'm, I like that Shane Black is directing. Oh, Shane Iron Black Man 3. so much better. Uh, yeah, he's got an actual. But at least style. John Favreau's character will be back in Iron Man. Yep, yeah. I hope yeah. so. Jeez, I do. I really. I that was like a golden parachute he made for himself. Yeah. Alan Taylor. Alan Taylor. What's he done? I don't know. I'm, I don't know how to read Game of Thrones. I, that's what I remember. Well, that counts. Feels, well, if they're going to go full on Thor, maybe. yeah, they need to be as ridiculous as possible. Uh, oh, but anyway. Last bit of movie news Uh-oh. was uh, it has apparently been confirmed there will not be a director's cut of Dark Knight Rises release. Like, I, I didn't think there would face? be. Nolan, Nolan doesn't never do doesn't do he never does director's cuts. Everything his, I do is the director's cuts because it's mine. <laughs> That's a bad impression. He has as much oversight as anybody else. Man. Oh shit! But are there Dude, at least- uh, Alan Taylor directed the Blue Comet, the one of 
the greatest last episode of Sopranos. Where oh. Bobby gets shot over that train set. Uh. Spoiler, I guess you idiots. You I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna say the blue collar comedy. The blue collar comedy show. <laughs> Men are different from women. Repeat for I'm 90 minutes. I'm not saying that Mexicans you should be racist against, but... But... Get her done. Daggum, get her done. Let me protect myself first from this sounding totally racist, but isn't it... Uh, yeah. Uh, I would have changed the title of Blue Collar Comedy Tour uh, to watch Ron White sell his soul to the devil. Like, his, his he will never not be associated with that is a great comic. Yeah. yeah. He, is a, he is a really good comic. Mm. Like, the best of that group, or... Mm. But you see the tater salad? Tater salad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he didn't turn it into... The rest, all the rest were like, oh, I could become a catchphrase monkey? Well, cash that check and slap my monkey. And I watched a lot of... That's it. The fucking, that other guy, Bill Ingvall, like, here's your sign. Like, we're, yeah, the public's like, we don't really want that. Kept going. And then ah, abandoned it. Done, has not done it for ten years. But just like, I, I don't know of any other comics that have two years of like trying to sell a catchphrase. Yeah. Now really, come on, look, here's your sign. Here's your I sign. can sell it. Yeah. It's a sign. People put sign. it in the They'll back of their it. trucks. They'll get it. They're going to wear a daggone Larry the Cable Guy uh, cancer well, also, bracelet. Also, I thought it was bullshit. Like, Jeff Foxworthy is an he is a redneck. Yeah. I mm-hmm. felt Bill Ingvall, like, just tried to put I, a bit of twang on his shit. We all, know that, we all know that Dan White is a total fraud. Like, AKA I, Larry the Cable Guy. Oh, my bad. I did not know. Well, it, he's a character. That's fine, but it's. it's a, Everything about Bill Ingvall always scream like, "Is that your brother-in-law? <laughs> Are you being cool? Are you, Are you the <laughs> Zeppo Marks of the this group? Is that your brother-in-law, Jeff Foxworthy? Who I sort of like, Jeff. Fo- I, I appreciate Jeff Foxworthy. He's, he's a one, hard worker, he's and a, he, yep. he, he loves just wants up. to entertain. He just wants the to entertain nice people. people. Yeah. And, but I also like him that um, he is one of those celebrities whose looks never change. Yeah. yeah, no matter what happens, he'll be out in boots. Uh, Sports coat, no tie, <laughs> mullet, and mustache. Yeah, it'd be Always. crazy if he changed. I, I, it'll be nuts when it goes gray, because I guarantee he won't change his look. Well, it should be gray at this point, shouldn't it? No. He's totally using just for men. Just, <laughs> just for men. What I liked about... I didn't love every Ron White joke in it, but it, when I when I saw blue-collar comedy or chunks of it on, on Comedy Central, mm-hmm. I definitely thought, this guy's the funniest. Especially what I liked about him, he reminded me of... Uh, Dean Martin, in a way, just because he so hated his life. Like, it was the self-hatred. That's what I liked yeah, about Ron Always White. with a drink in his hand. And like and his unhappiness. Just yeah. how unhappy he was. I'll like, never learn. And like, I, my favorite joke of his on that thing was where he was talking about his wife and saying she was a bitch and then not liking his, his wife's family. And then he gets to the end of his whole bit and he's like, yeah, I divorced her. I just want to tell that joke. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I divorced that divorced that bitch four years ago. I want to tell you. So blue collar comedy comics. Yeah, I was gonna. It was a blue collar yeah. comic book. <laughs> okay. Other other news. Good time for week. the episode. Other news uh, that's happened lately. So there's a new Green Lantern. <clears throat> He's an Arab American. Oh, uh, can I get? Can I play my dramatic <clears throat> yeah, sound effect? It? Say it one more time. <clears throat> He's an Arab American. <laughs> Wow, Jesus. Uh, so yeah, he's um, Hal Jordan and Sinestro half died a couple weeks ago, like they were shuffled off to another universe. And so the ring found a new guy, an Arab American dude who is uh, who grew up in post nine eleven world and being hated by 
being hated by the world, and he's had to overcome great fear, as in America's fear of Arabs. <laughs> and uh, it's... It's, at some points, he seems like an interesting character, and other points, it seems like a very special episode. It's and the worst joke we can make about this. I mean, well, wasn't can you conjure seventy-two arrows? green virgins with your ring? <laughs> is that no? It's no, green is the color of the uh, of the Quran. Why so, do they do that uh, in time for nine eleven? I think it. I think it was intentional, but uh, no I don't know. I which I tweeted it's, from a different account because I didn't want to get in trouble. <laughs> As it's nine eleven, the day that will always be remembered, the day for the day Doctor Doom cried like a bitch. And I uh, <laughs> yeah, download I that, that free page. comic. It's so amazing. I'm Do glad we it's not free. cry when innocents die? There was, uh, but also on the cover, the image is crazy. Like the dude does a full face mask, like so you only see his eyes and his mouth, like his lips only, and which is a strange look for a Green Lantern. Like and makes you, it's a weird look for an Arab American dude to take as a superhero. Mm -hmm. And then also on the cover, so it's that look, he's got the green liner ring on one fist. The other other uses to wipe his ass! Because he's from Arabia! (laughs) In in his left hand, he has a gun. Yeah. And then also in the story... He uh, he be, he lives in Detroit, but and uh, is unemployed, and so he's forced to start stealing cars. Then he steals a car that turns out to be a car bomb. Oh. Then he so he accidentally has a car bomb, takes it to an empty factory in Detroit where it blows up, and he's taken to Guantanamo <laughs> for that. And then the ring comes and saves him right before he is tortured. It's just also I don't know. It's it's it's, it's going to be it's going to I feel like in twenty years it's going to look as ridiculous as the comics from the seventies look now, where mm. like Green Arrow's sidekick has is doing heroin and or they go to a hippie love fest or something. I know, yeah, and if yeah, I know that's really grounded and realistic. But if you're mm. going to write from the Green Lantern yeah. with a guy who can project hallucinations, you might want to start thinking a little less grounded. <laughs> Wasn't yeah. Green Lantern the one that came out earlier? What in the film? One of the Green Lanterns came. Yeah, out. one of the Green Lanterns mm-hmm. came out. Oh, the Alan Earth Scott. Two Green Lantern, Alan Scott. Yes. Yeah, the Arab Very American one is Earth One. Yeah, I thought yeah. so too. Mm-hmm. Especially for a character that's been yeah. around for like seventy years. But even if this, if even if the execution isn't working, mm-hmm. it's still commendable that this one comic in the course of a year has had a character come out and a character. Yeah, yeah that is yeah. true, especially when. DC is the more white bread of the two of Marvel and DC, like they, which is why I like it. They always, yeah, you like your heroes white. Yeah, you don't like this. It's very uncomplicated, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. It, I just identify with it better. I don't know. It's, come on. All right. Also, in the news this week, a big character death happened in Avengers versus X Men. I, I haven't read it yet. I won't reveal who ah. I haven't read it yet either. But what's annoying is. And Marvel's been doing this for years. The morning the comic comes out, when no one could have bought it, in a major newspaper, like just for the publicity, mm. character dies! An interview with the writers about it and stuff. And yeah, and have the page and show the character death. They did it when Spider-Man unmasked. They did it when, um, when Captain America died. They did it. Do, wait, do, but do new comics leak in this the, with the frequency of games, movies? No, and they music? don't. I, I, I don't think so do. either. So it's not like it was going to hit 
hit the channels of uh, no, BitTorrent and Pirate Bay. It's it's a just a strategy Marvel's done of just like announcing in the morning so it'll sell more during the day. But wait a day. They did it when Human Torch died and when Human, Human Torch, Torch came, is dead. And when Human Torch came back. Just kidding. Oh, he came back? <laughs> yeah. And which makes you think that this character who died will be back in two years tops, mm. I think. Though I will say they've been very good at keeping Jean Grey dead for about a decade. That is so. pretty fucking nuts. But, uh, you know... She does come back time to time to have a little chat about with uh, Well, and with technically the she's coming back in Marvel now, but mm-hmm. it's her teenage self in a time mm-hmm. loop. And blah, blah, blah. Who cares? Uh, but what annoys me is I'm just so sick of Marvel ruining their big reveals like this. Like, yeah, I didn't want to find out about this. Yeah. I just... You wait a, di- wait a day. Yeah. Wait a day, but Marvel wants that mainstream buzz. Wait, so it was like, like the USA Today headline was the character who died. Was he in the headline? It was New York Daily News. I believe it It just said major character dies. Mm-hmm. But the way they talk about him, it's very, you could figure out who he is. And then the image of his death. I hope Captain America dies again. Yeah. Yeah. It's always great when he dies. And I kind of predicted who it was, it was going to be. When I read issue 10, I was like, this character's useless and hasn't done anything in five years. Like, it's also a character who has already died or appeared to have died <laughs> a dozen times in his in his history. I want to start guessing, but I don't. Mm, but anyway, well, if you've read Avengers vs. X-Men, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, I'm definitely going to tweet about this. <laughs> oh, yeah, I haven't read this news story yet, but it just was on Bleeding Cool when I was checking news ahead of time. It was called... Uh, the headline was Stan Lee and the F word. And I don't know what that is. Like let me click on this. Hi, I'm Stan Lee. I guess it's I'm guessing it's <laughs> Fogo? No, it's I think apparently Stan Lee said the F word. I'm gonna F and tweet about this. I'm gonna fucking <laughs> gonna fucking fuck all over your face. Jeez, that was a great uh, Stan Lee. Oh god damn it, it's a video. Could you pull it maybe pull it up on your thing? Stan Lee and the F word. He says the F word? Look, let's just find it. Okay, so let's see what the Stanley video has to say. You know, when a couple of guys are angry at each other, and they're yelling, and they're arguing, sooner or later, one of them is going to say, ah, F you. And the other guy gets mad, and he goes, oh, yeah, we'll F you, too. This is brilliant dialogue. Why is F you considered an insult? It's the most exotic, exquisite experience you can have. If somebody says F you to me, I feel like saying thank you. Thank you for wishing such a wonderful thing to me. And it's time you started thinking about things like that. Don't take stuff for granted. Oh, how you get along day after day without me explaining things, I never will know. Uh, a little... Ow. So he wants everyone to say fuck you to him. No, I gotta say That's is Stanley his... fag you. Uh, oh. I, I'm just so disgusted about how much Stanley likes sex. <laughs> uh, That's basically the bottom line about that is that he loves I like fucking just... and getting fucked so much that I like that he's just so tireless. I just like yeah. he never he never gets tired. That was a ridiculous amount of it. That was a video, and he's moving around a lot for yeah. like a uh, 170 year old man. Is he actually pantomiming? Like when people say "f you," "f you," and he guess he gives he's them the old, the old punch yeah. to the to the arm. Uh, no, he doesn't. <laughs> no, he doesn't. 
Uh, all right. Well, we should uh, we should probably take a break. We probably talked a good while. Uh, so when we see you on the other side of the break, your answers to last week's question and this week's question. They seem to enjoy my cameos in the movies. Why, hello, everybody. This is the break of this show where we do the whole plug thing and say thank you very much for listening to the show. So thank you very much for listening to the show. I really appreciate every listener that we get. And uh, even if you uh, just listen every once in a while, we, we just love you. And if you'd like to show any sort of love back to us, other than just through listening, which is love enough, but if you want to show more, on lasertimepodcast.com, the site that hosts Cape Crisis, there are so many ways to help it out and keep this show free. How, you ask? Well, on the left-hand side of the front page of Lasertime... What? No, on the left hand is the donate button. God damn it. Uh, so on the left-hand side of lasertimepodcast.com... You'll see a PayPal donate button if you just want to give us whatever you can to help keep the show going. It really helps. But then there's also on the left side a link to the Laser Time Podcast Store where you can buy tons of cool t-shirts. And if you'd like to help us in a way that uh, is uh, adds nothing extra to your uh, no extra charge, there on the right side of the screen are links to multiple Amazon. Uh, listings for stuff but this dirty little secret is you don't have to buy what's on the page to help us just click on that page and anything you purchase on Amazon through that tab, the new tab that opened up, that goes to us that give, sends a little money our way and it really helps us out um, also, if you listen to the podcast on iTunes or on Zoom, thank you very much and we really, really, really appreciate any reviews and five star ratings that we can get they really help us out on placement and being seen so please if you have the free time and you're a regular listener review give us some stars on amazon on amazon on itunes on itunes and zoom please all right and now for the last bit the hank's corner pick of the week so you heard me talking about it earlier and i will reiterate uh, it's the Wolverine and the X-Men collection, first couple collections that Jason Aaron has. Now, while they might not be the most economically balanced because it's four issues for $20, the, that's the that's MSRP price. If you click on the link on the post for this week's episode, you'll see a much better price for it on Amazon for them. Why do I like Wolverine and the X-Men so much? Because it's one of the funniest books Marvel prints. Like, it's it's actually really clever and light, but can be really violent. And it's it's a real dark comedy with a lot of, like, um, bloodshed uh, just kind of laughed off. And Jason Aaron really gets why these characters are so cool. The characters are so interesting in the school of the X-Men and, and Wolverine's new school, Jean Grey's school for gifted youngsters. So, you'll see the link on the page for this episode that's on lasertimepodcast.com, or you'll find it on capecrisis.com or hulkdick.com. So, keep an eye out for those. And now, back to the rest of the episode. Avengers Assemble!
Hootie Hoo! Welcome back. To, uh, what, what what character was that? Uh, the character of Master P. <laughs> <laughs> of, uh, we also wrestled at one point. That's right. Well, and I, Dynasty. And speaking of wrestling, I just wanted to say, you know, our uh, hopes and uh, were our religious prayers are out there for Jerry Lawler. Like yeah. that was very. What? Uh, wow, you are you really, really haven't heard of this? No, I, I thought it was great. To, I went I went out for coffee with my coworkers, and we were out. It's outside of a hotel, and they were lowering the flag to half mast. He's like, "That's good." I'm like, why? Nine eleven was yesterday. What have you heard? I'm like, I don't know. You want to know about the new iPhone or the Wreck It Ralph trailer? I can tell you anything. But why would this well, terror, terrorist attack in Syria? Like, not only had I not heard of it, I have not seen one thing of it. <laughs> Since that conversation at yeah. noon today, so no. so that conversation didn't lead to you learning that Jerry Lawler had a heart attack. No, did he? He had a heart but attack live on Raw. Yes, did he really? Yeah, and you can actually hear it, and I've listened to it quite a few I times. I haven't watched oh, it. Jerry Lawler, who to tie this into comic books, he he is an accomplished artist within the WWE realm. He's done. Oh, that's artists. right. Artists I forgot. Is he word. is an artist. Yes, yeah. he almost died on Monday Night Raw. And it's funny that, you know, people talk about Owen uh, dying in the ring and how you could say wrestling killed him or how wrestling killed a lot of wrestlers who gave themselves too much to the thing. But in this case, from some of the stuff I've read, wrestling might have saved Jerry's life. Like, Mm -hmm. I I read a thing where JR, uh, Jim Ross, his his usual color commentator Mm -hmm. pal from the, well, in the past... Like he was talking about how it happened at Raw while he was not performing, he was just on the on he had commentary earlier in the, the evening. Yeah, though. he had been wrestling a lot more lately. Yes, but, but at Raw they have EMTs yep. ready and waiting at every place. Like they're right there, ready to react at a moment's notice. Like they have all this equipment there. <laughs> well, meanwhile, like Jerry Lawler still wrestles at indie circuits, and if that had happened while he was in the ring yeah. on the indie circuit, let alone like. On an airplane or in or, a hotel room, like so yeah. many WWE wrestlers have had. Yeah, yeah they have heart attacks. You know, that's what happened to Eddie Guerrero, for instance. Yeah. And you th- Frank so, Hellman, will the audio yeah. sound good on air right now? I would. Uh, I have it. Let's up. see. Yeah, play it's that a, beautiful it's a footage. It's no, a this is no, that's camera. a fan camera. Of, yeah, yeah. Of when they carted him off, so yeah. He has a heart attack while on commentary, not while on camera. Yeah. And then they kind of film around it, and then they admit to what happened, but the show must go on. Yeah. It's and, very, very awkward. Like, yeah. So the match that happens during, he, 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 like. No, I think now you're just, you've just found a YouTube video of some I dude. I have, I have. A guy filming it, the TV. Yeah. But, well, if you listen to the actual thing, like, it's, uh. It's a tag team match between Daniel Bryan and Kane versus the primetime players. And I would definitely have a heart attack. That yeah. is a showstopper. <laughs> <laughs> but during the match, he like he starts to get weaker in his like just his delivery. That's Bret Hart. Yeah. This took place in Montreal. Oh, did Bret Hart's fun. comeback happen after the? It, it, he came back at the beginning of the show, and then they had a they had a like a final thing at the end. But anyway, I have to call so, time on. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, uh, Jerry Lawler, he had a heart attack during this match, and you heard him getting progressively weaker, and then you you can hear him laboring his breath like into the microphone. Wow! And then Michael Cole's commenting partner okay, is picking it up, and then at, at a certain point, he he fills in the home audience on Jerry Lawler having a heart attack, and after that point, he says, 
we will not have count commentary for the rest of the night. So it's a very eerie thing. You can go. Yeah. You can even I go on. Hear, I want to hear. I want to hear. You probably won't find it. Yeah, this isn't the match they're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I see him. He's right there. Jerry Lawler? No, but it's Hart, man. Oh, that's CM Punk there, and that's John C- Look, look, this isn't... And ladies and gentlemen, we leave you tonight on Monday Night oh, Raw with what we hope, what we believe is encouraging news tonight concerning Jerry the King Lawler. We are being told that Jerry Lawler's condition has stabilized, uh, that Jerry Lawler is breathing on his own, and his heart... Is beating on his own to reset. God, what damn it! I that, don't want to hear that shit. That was the show. That was the show closer. By the way, like mm-hmm. usually they close with like, "Oh, CM Punk has, you know, ten has, points." Yeah, no. Well, he has just like uh, done an F. Mm-hmm. No, he doesn't. Uh, he does. The, but something. He somebody just didn't go to sleep on blindside somebody else, and then they yeah. like are left standing over them, yeah. and the camera pulls out or something. So, like, but how old is Jerry Lawler? 62. Early, yeah. 62. So, wow, he's like the George Burns of wrestlers. Like, he's, Not really, like it's like a hundred. I mean, if you put him like in line with uh, Ric Flair and yeah. Hulk Hogan, yeah. like he is probably roughly the same age, but wow, he is in really? way better shape. Yeah, I think because he didn't abuse steroids yeah. to to he a used crazy degree. From whatever he, he not a lot of drugs. Yeah, he never. He, he rarely drinks. He rarely. Does steroids well, sounded steroids. like his uh, sounded like his vice was younger ladies. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, there's no cure for that. It was so funny. Like there, I had to laugh that there were there were tweets from from the cat who, mm-hmm. if you read his his former girlfriend, yep. who if you read his autobiography, she ruined he she destroyed his life and he actually got went through a horrible depression for a while. Henry, I, want that. You, I, I can't look at the forums and don't say what it is, but if you can see by the title, yeah. uh, Phil Ken 7 mentions something. What does he say? Uh, what? Uh, AVX Fatality Revealed? Yeah, he's yeah. pitching about the same thing. Oh, God! Yeah, that's the page. It's taken so, is he off pissed of, about it? Yeah, no, well, what's, he's... What the, what's the response from people? Uh, don't, don't, oh, God, never mind. No so spoilers. So, basically, they're... Yeah, they... They most of them are saying they'll be back by the time the next movie happens, ah, sh- which yes. that could count for any. There's there's three dozen Marvel I think movies. I, think I caught a glimpse of it. Fuck, anyway, fuck. all right. So Lawler, yeah. all the best. I just read the most recent update was Michael Cole saying he had just been on the phone with Lawler, who's still in the hospital, but saying that he is in great spirits, sounding yeah. great. But yeah, the. The uh, his even his old manager or his old girlfriend, the cat, yeah. came out and was like, "I he's doing great. I uh, best wishes for him. All that stuff." Yeah. <laughs> uh, what was the last question of the week? The last question of the week was, "What is going to happen in Amazing Spider-Man 700? That'll be so crazy." Can I read uh, White Steve Harvey's? Yes. <laughs> well, I want to compliment his uh, Michael Clark Duncan avatar, and right yes. beneath it is one of my favorite Batman, the 1960 show gifts, where they replaced that bomb he's running around with mm. in the movie <laughs> with the key and Phantos from Super Mario 2. Um, <laughs> it's always wonderful. Uh, uh, Spider-Man, White Steve Harvey says, Amazing Spider-Man, issue 700. There's an uncle in my suit, will be the title. Uncle Ben's spirit comes to the living world where he is absorbed into Spider-Man's costume. While Peter wears the costume, Uncle Ben can talk to him and give him witty yet important life values while he fights crime. (laughs) Oh, here's one of my favorites. Soggy Sage says, Everything since One More Day has been a dream Dallas style. And JMS returns to write a Spider-Man, the Marvel Now reboot, and Spider-Man has, or and Peter has a skateboard at all times. 
That skateboard was such bullshit. <laughs> Stabby Joseph Spider-Man the Third Clone Saga. The Rise of the, Rise of the Ant Maze. <laughs> <laughs> I also like uh, Cody Stovall. He points out one that I think actually will happen is that Mary Jane, he says, Alpha slash Mary Jane slash Aunt May is killed. And spider rage ensues on Killer. But yeah. I think he will kill Mary Jane because mm-hmm. right now what uh, what Slot is doing, he keeps putting Mary Jane and Spider-Man closer and closer. And to get you guys to start thinking, is he his crazy thing is going to be they're going to be together again. And no, he's going to kill Mary Jane so they'll, they're never together, together again. <laughs> Kagavar I, I really hope Slash doesn't die, as he said. <laughs> Joe, Joe says Stan Lee succumbs to chronic aging syndrome and dies. Limited edition issues of 700 will come with a special sample of clonable genetic material like flesh, <laughs> hair, and semen. Oh, and semen. Shit! That was adorable. Uh, sorry. All right. Uh, Darth Andrew X says. I think that after the events of Spider-Man, Peter is going to seek out this universe's Miles Morales, and by the end of the issue, he's going to end up being Spider-Man's new sidekick. That can't happen. Yeah. It's impossible. That would kind of make Miles Morales in the Ultimate Universe a lot less cool. Uh, let's see here. Alpha will get. Alpha will have a redeeming quality, because he's pretty much a dick right now. Or Spider-Man will get a new love interest in the form of a thing who will be gay in Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, boy. Oh, Sp- I like also Super Giraffe says Aunt May almost dies, so Sp- so Peter gives his sp- sidekick to the devil to save her, and that's why he was introduced. This is unrelated, but in the same thread, Darth Ender X says best username and avatar I've seen in ages, and you look right up, and you see none other than Rad Mardigan. Rad oh, Mardigan. That but- is awesome. <laughs> I love that. Rad Mardigan. I love it. Uh, uh, let's see a couple more here. Spider-Man kills the Marvel Universe. Is Cezilla seven sixty? Oh, let's see here. Alpha. I eat children. So Spider-Man is going to find out that Alpha's only weakness is homosexuality. So Spider-Man will have to make out with Alpha for two full pages before killing him in front of his family and renouncing women to the world. Oh man! Let's see one last one. Uh, no. Mm, nope. Uh, Pacepot Pete is back, and this time he's Welsh. Read that use. Says me, some motherfuckers are always trying to order pizza uphill. <laughs> new user. <laughs> well, uh, thank you, thank you, new user. We yeah. welcome all our new users on the forum. And speaking of the forum, because mm-hmm. we just were, <laughs> this week's question of the week is something you can answer in the forums. Lasertimepodcast.com. What are the question? Is the question of the week? Mm-hmm. Well, oh. Chris Antista and me are about to head over to the land of the rising sun, mm-hmm. Tokyo, Japan. <laughs> uh, so when we go there, uh, well, just being in Japan reminds me of how much I do enjoy or have enjoyed. Uh, Japanese comics, manga, if you will. Mm-hmm. So I was going to ask, what is your favorite manga? Naruto. Ah, come on. I 
mm. if my knowledge extended beyond that, maybe I'd be. Can we guy. extend it to anime? Fine, the, anime. Does the uh, manga or anime based on a manga? Well, then probably Evangelion. <laughs> or does it count as does it count as anime? Those comics that were in Nintendo Power when Mario Howard World and was Nestor? out. No, no, the Super Mario World comics. They were pretty fucking. Did Japanese. you read? Okay, did you read the Zelda comic that was going on at the same time? The one that it came out Power? around? In, yeah, yeah. Okay, that was by one of like the. No, it's very like Japanese. fathers of manga. Yeah. Like he, all right, then good. Just say there we go. One. Fine. <laughs> God. Uh, all right, and, and Dave. Wow. Um, let's see. You took Evangelion out of my hands. My uh, I will say, from a video game standpoint, mm-hmm. I really liked. Uh, on the PlayStation Two, there was a, a video game series called Victorious Boxsters. Which was yeah. based on Ippo's Road to Glory, which was an anime slash manga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it I mean, it's kind of uh, along the same lines as Pokemon mm-hmm. slash probably most competitive. Well, they they always tell, yeah. Those, I want to be the best. Those competing stories are always the same, where it's like they introduce a new villain for forty issues, and you have to learn a new technique to defeat him. Exactly. Yeah. Like they all follow that same path. Though yeah. I thought it was cool when they did it with boxing. Yeah. I always wonder why they never did one with like MMA or pro wrestling. I feel like I never really saw. I it. would guess there's a pro wrestling. I bet there's a pro wrestling. But MMA, there's been a few. Yeah, yeah. MMA might be a couple. MMA years away. is pretty new. Yeah. Eh. But so yeah, that's uh, I like that one. Yeah, that was cool. And they had a cool game, Victorious Boxer yeah. on the PS2. You could, you could fight a bear, which was <laughs> yeah. And they rad. had like cool anime cutscenes, but also it was Japanese rules boxing, which yeah. is a standing eight count and mm-hmm. uh, faster. I don't know. Yeah. I, I cares remember, about boxing? And I remember the game utilizing both analog sticks on the PS2 to mm-hmm. control his fist, which I thought was rad. Yeah, yeah way before like EA ripped that off. Oh, yeah. I'm right back there. And then uh, I'm going to go with... Uh, I have a many favorites. Like sure. I had always... First off, there's uh, Osama Tezuka, the god of manga, Kami no manga. Mm-hmm. He's... Um, I'd always heard he was so great, but I'd never read enough of his stuff. Like, I'd never read Astro Boy or um, uh, Lee, the Lion book, Kimba the Lion. But then I read his later works, this one, this gigantic series called Buddha, which is his retelling of the life of India's Buddha. Oh, Siddhartha. Yes, that one, yeah. Oh. Hey, did you read the Herman Hess book in yeah. your child? Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Anyway. That, that's that's a whole different subject. What's your favorite existentialist novel? <laughs> uh, German existentialist. Yeah, I prefer. I always prefer Kafka to Hess. Hess is a lot of fun, but uh, and by fun I mean sad. I should have said that was the only book I've ever read. <laughs> All right. Anyways, uh, what I was going uh, the Buddha book is just so like amazing. He's get this is uh, Tezuka at the height of his powers, and he can do whatever he wants. So the stories take as long as they need to take. He tries so many new things with storytelling, but also I found so interesting about it is he is so insanely cruel to his characters and just like, but not every character and you, it's not just a constant pain, but you know that this character who seems to, who is in the risk of being caught by the police may get caught by the police and be punished by having her eyes burned out and then thrown into a beggar cast. That could happen, like and so that's very. <laughs> it Three can be it can be mm-hmm. very heavy, but it's a great book. And uh, I also, on the lighter side, I really like the book. Um, well, there's the series Azumanga, 
which I really oh, like. Yeah, Carolyn gave me those. It's just sitting in my room. <laughs> you really should read I'll it. I'll read them They're on the so plane to Japan. So I have something to talk to the Japanese yeah. people about. Yeah. Azumangadayo is great, but the other book, the more recent book by that guy, Yatsubato, mm-hmm. is also amazing. And it's it's definitely a kiddie book for like the main character is a five year old little girl with boundless energy and excitement. But it's just so fun. Like yeah. it's have super you read innocent. that book? Yeah, I, I've innocent. seen the anime, so it's yeah. Man, it, you in the anime? Yeah, I had no idea. I haven't seen the anime for that one. Uh, the Azumanga Dayu anime. I love the anime yeah. that. But, I think Mike Grimm may have like pointed me to a YouTube clip where it's the uh, the bu- uh, not the buffer, but the commercial midway point clip mm-hmm. for Azumanga Dayu mixed with uh, I think Snoop Dogg lyrics. <laughs> so it's smoke weed every day. But uh, in the tune of Azumangadayo, I highly recommend that you have it as a closing uh, theme or something for yeah. this episode. All right. Well, so your favorite manga or anime? Tell us in the uh, in the uh, forum thread for this week's question of the week, and that's on LaserTimePodcast.com. Go to the forums. The link is at the top on the left side. Yep. And you can find it in the article for this episode, where you can also find some comic recommendations. I would like to say. Even though Hank and I will be at TGS next week, we will still have new episodes for you of Laser Time and Cape Crisis. Mm-hmm. We'll miss one after that, but, uh, but I'm just saying for the first time, much like uh, much like Avengers vs X Men, they kind of tie in together. <gasps> so you might have to endure both. Oh, I see. Oh, I can't wait. Well, uh, in the meantime, guys, so yeah, uh, well, oh, you yeah, heard and, the plug the, in the middle of the break. But we the, depend on uh, donations and stuff to keep the site funded and pay people who write and the hosting. So I just hate, I just, yeah, I hate saying uh, but so there's a donate button, but then we also offer the Amazon deals. And uh, uh, Sam, who jumped in while I was sick to record the show, thank you so much, also mm-hmm. set, recommended going back to college. Amazon is the best place to buy your college textbooks. Mm-hmm. Other than that shitty, awful local college bookstore, buy them through there and maybe through Laser Time. Cost you nothing, <laughs> but you'll be contributing money. Cost you us. nothing extra while nothing you're buying extra. your buying uh, your books for cheaper, expensive college books, but for cheaper so through Amazon. Click on any Amazon link, Man, let, right so hand sidebar, and just yeah. search for your search for your books. You won't that won't go in your cart. You don't have to buy fucking the, what am I seeing now? Winter Soldier or Charlie Chaplin's The Gold Rush. <laughs> just click there to enter Amazon. Shop for what you want. You know, that visit, and you'll be fine. That's great because a lot of our for, our former talk radar listeners who came in who like started listening when they were like fourteen mm-hmm. might be their first year of college now. Yep. The perfect uh-huh. time. The perfect time, guys. Chinspired's idea. Enjoy Chinspired college, guys. Learn that. Yeah, Chinspired. He's a funny guy. Chinwise. Chinwise. Chinwise Gamji. Chinwise. I am winning. Uh, yeah. But anyway, yeah. Chinspired is cool. So, guys, uh, we'll see you next week. Though I won't see you again until October because my ass is going to Tokyo. Kun- uh, oh no, wait. Sayonara, bitches. bitches. <laughs>